Step that show. I am your host, Frank Zavala. Thank you very much for joining me. This is episode 112. Um, today is going to be Tuesday Q&A. Excited to answer. I'm going to answer two or three, maybe four questions um, that have been sent to me um, that are relatable to step parents. These questions were sent in by stepdads and stepmoms alike. So, um, you know, I love the fact that there are stepmoms who have found the show and find it beneficial and are wanting to send in questions. So I'm excited to read one of these questions. It's real simple. Uh, once again, if you have not, please like, subscribe, share to the show, hit that notification button so you know when we're posting a new episode. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and of course, the website, theprofessionalstepdad.com. Head over there, uh, put in your information, join our community. This is a place where um, stepdads in the future, as the platform begins to grow or the platform grows, we're going to connect, create, and collaborate with one another because obviously our overall objective is to make sure that we are leaving a good blueprint um, for stepdads who will become, who will come behind us. Um, yeah, so uh, professionalstepdad.com. I think the email is contact at professionalstepdad.com. Two, if you want to send in any questions for Tuesday Q&As or Friday Q&As. First question. Um, oh, one more thing too. I'm going to keep these names and not anonymous, but I'm not going to use the names of these individuals only because um, maybe maybe the, maybe their spouse or maybe somebody they know watches the show or they find the show or I don't know, and they just like, they don't want to involve you know, personal information. Anyway, okay. Question one. Uh, I'm struggling as a stepfather to two, teenage, two teenagers, 18 and 19. Um, I don't have any children of my own and I met these two when they were 14 and 15. Their father is in the picture and he is not a deadbeat. I could go on and on about the different little things that aggravate me, but worst part for me is that there is absolutely no connection for me with them. Wow. Okay, so that's, that's, that's a pretty decent question. Why? Because they're older, right? So they're in their teenage years, they're in their formative years. So, you know, they've kind of already established their identity on where they're, you know, where they're going as far as like who they, who, who you are, who bio dad is and who mom is and kind of the roles in the relationship as it, as it goes. So this is what I would, I would love to tell you. You say, you're saying in the set, there are a lot of things that aggravate you, but you feel like you have no, you have no, no connection with them. So let's look at that word connection. So connection is the ability to have proper communication with an, another individual where you feel like you're, you're making progress, right? You feel like you're listening to each other. You're not trying to solve each other's problems and you're generally interested in what they say and they're generally interested in what you say. So my question to you, stepdad, is gonna be this. Over the last, let's see, you, they're 18 and 19 now, even when they were 14, 15. So over the last few years, how much work did you put in to identifying their love language? How much work did you put in to sitting down and communicating them with them on a level in which they're gonna understand you. What do I mean by this? I mean like actually take an inventory of what they like, what they don't like, what they're into, what they're not into, um, what excites them, what makes them sad, et cetera. These are the things that you could be doing while you're, while you're just watching the kids, while you're just present with the kids, just listening to what they say and then taking mental inventory and notes so that when 
you progress forward through your, your journey as a stepdad, you're able to communicate with them in a way that they're gonna say, oh man, he really understands me, or he listens to me, or he knows what I'm talking about. I find it very, very positive if you can get to a point where you're letting them vent, letting them talk, and then you're just listening, and then you're not trying to solve their problems. So if you feel like you have no actual communication with them, meaning stepdad's in the picture, he's not a deadbeat, you feel like you're kind of just like this placement holder in the family, you have no connection with them, chances are you're probably, you don't care about them whatsoever because you never took the time to connect and communicate with them um, and get on, a, on a, a level where you both can kind of coexist within a home and you actually care about one another. Does that mean that you can't get there from where you are now? I mean, they're 18 and 19, right? So they're either getting out of high school, just starting college. No, that's not what that means. What that means is, is that you can start today by letting go of what you didn't do and letting go of the communication that wasn't there and that wasn't established and ask yourself this simple question. Do I care enough about mom? Do I care enough about their well-being as, a, as an adult, as a parent? Do I care enough to care? And if the answer is yes, then what you have to do, what you have to do is you have to take the time and just start to analyze start to take inventory of what they say and what they don't say. They don't have any respect for you. Maybe you don't even have any respect for them at this point. But let me just make something very clear to you, stepdad. These kids, they're gonna tell you what they need. They're gonna tell you what their fears are. And they're gonna tell you what their likes and dislikes are. If you would just listen. You can take the time now. You could take the time over the next 365 days to establish proper communication with the kids and a connection with them. So that let's say when they get married at 25, that they're looking at you with gratitude and they're looking at you with, with excitement in their eyes because you're one of the people in their life that took the time to not solve their problems, but to listen to their problems, to not um, try to push them into any career path or any sort of like thing they may or may not want to do. And you're kind of like that person in their life that really just is going to energize them and is going, and you're going to, you're going to, you're, you're going to make sure that you're there for them. That's the one thing. You show up. Show up. Be there for them. But you can establish that communication, that connection with the kids now. And if you want to give up, because it sounds like, I mean, in your question, you, you kind of sound like you're giving up. Like, fuck it. I don't care. You know, the kids don't like me. I don't like them. I'm just going to exist in this house until they're fucking gone. And then I'll just have time with their mother. Well, guess what, brother? The kids are going to be in your life forever if you're choosing to be in mom's life forever. So why don't you swallow your pride? And why don't you take the time now to take self-inventory, why this bothers you so much, and then take responsibility as an adult and as a parental figure and as a mentor and as a leader within your home to make a commitment to consistency on communicating with the kids properly. Hope that helps. Okay, this next question is going to come from a stepmom, which is a great one. Again, very short. Um, she says, how do you deal with partners not standing up to biological mom. Feeling like I'm at my breaky point, like no one hears me. Okay. It's not about standing up to bio mom. That's not what it's about. It's about it's about the partnership and the teamwork that you and you you and your your husband created along the way. Meaning, did you guys come up with a strategy on how to deal with situations like this? 
or did you keep your mouth shut? Did you just assume something was going to happen or did he assume something was going to happen and it never did and you kind of just let it go on and on and on? Both of you need to take a step back and you need to go ahead and maybe even take a day away, like take a, a like a, an us day, right? And you need to sit down and not only establish goals for each other in your relationship, but goals for each other as parents, goals for each other as in your spiritual world, in your physical world, in your mental world. And more important, properly communicate with one another and say, hey, listen, this is what's bothering me about bio mom. Um, and I am and I feel like I'm at my breaking point, but I would love to communicate with you because I feel like we can come up with a proper solution that can benefit the family as a whole, but we cannot do that if we don't get on the same page. And that's the key, right? The key is parenting. Parenting is not about whether you are biologically their parent or not. It is your job as a parent, as a parental figure within home to mold the kids and instill values within them so that they can become productive adults. Stop looking at this thing as black and white, bio, not bio. My kid, not really my kid. Stepdad, real dad. Stepmom, real mom. Look at it more along the lines of, am I doing everything possible for myself and with my partner to make sure that children that are within this home, these four walls of our house, am I doing everything possible to make sure that I'm preparing them for the future? And I can tell you what's not going to prepare them. What's not going to prepare them is your consistency to complain about bio mom. I don't care how fucking toxic she is. Your consistency to constantly allow her to get under your skin and, and, and allow her to affect your emotions is killing your, your momentum as a stepmom, as a parent as shit as, as I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's it's messing with your personal life as well because I'm a, you and your your partner are not on the same page and when that happens fight happens when fights happen you look to blame others and when you look to blame others you will always find someone to take that blame and before you know it you're going down a rabbit hole that you don't want to go down so it's not about standing up to bio mom it's about presenting a collective team a, coll a team effort on how you are going to handle things from here on out. And that includes discipline, that includes parenting, that includes your talks and your conversations, trips, no matter what it is, get on the same page. It's your responsibility as an adult. All right, um, okay. Next question is gonna, from, uh, from a stepdad. Um, Cool thing, new stepdad. I'm gonna kind of make this big for a second. He's a brand new stepdad. I love how he said brand new. That's, that's awesome. Uh, brand new stepdad from the looks of his message. He's also very excited. He's known his mom, the bio mom for about 17 years now. Um, the kids, he's a, he says he's a role model to the kids. They're uh, four and seven. Biological dad does not like me. It's not that good for, uh, he's not that good of a father figure only when he wants to be when it benefits him and seemingly will continue to have issues with me. I know it. What should I do? Great question. So stepdad, first, awesome that you already consider yourself a mentor. That's a great way to jump in and look in this. Bio dads, bio moms, parents, grandparents, neighbors, family members aren't gonna like you. That's one of the things that we have, we are pretty much guaranteed when we come into a blended family, which is not everybody's gonna like us. As a matter of fact, the, the vast majority of people are going to hate us because they are going to see us as some sort of a replacement to something that was there before, good, bad, right, or wrong. You are always gonna find somebody that has issues with you. The question I have for you is, is that do you have issues with you? Meaning everything that he says you're doing or everything that he implies that you're doing, is it true? 
Because if it's not, don't allow that negativity to come within the four walls of your home. It's not worth your time. You're a role model to these two kids. You've known your wife for 17 years. Now, that doesn't mean you've been married for 17 years. I understand that you've known mom for 17 years, dating off and on, I get it. But still, like if you allow that negativity to come in within the four walls of your home, brother, that negativity will stay, it will fester, it will plant itself within the walls and in the floor, and negativity will, will, will never find its way out of the house. So I don't give a fuck what BioDad's doing. Your job is to act responsibly, to acknowledge his existence in a way to not degrade him, meaning it doesn't matter what he says about you, you speak good about him. Now, you could be saying to yourself, fucking Franco, what the hell are you talking about? This guy's calling me an asshole and he's saying I'm a degenerate. He says I drink all the time even though none of that's true. Great, none of it's true. So who gives a shit what he says? That's your problem. Your problem is you care too much about what other people think about you and you're not thinking about what you think about you. How do your kids see you? How, do your, how, does, your, how does your partner see you? Are you a good man? And if that's the case, then fucking drive on forward with that narrative around yourself. Stop like giving in and, and giving your energy towards things that aren't benefiting you, not only as a mentor, as a leader, as a father, as a husband, as a person. You can't allow that negativity. I don't care fucking what pilot dad does. It's none of your business. Your job is to just be you. And if you don't know who you are, man, if you're having problems figuring that out, take a step back, start from scratch. Sit down and analyze you. Why do you react this way? Why do you care so much? And then move forward. Trust me, it works. I know because I did it. Great question. All right, and last question, here we go. Last question of Q&A Tuesdays is, okay, so I'm having issues with consistency, disciplining our kids and being consistent about the rules. The wife will bend rules and get all mama bear on me if I push an issue, especially with the two oldest stepkids. I have backed off completely from disciplining those two and instead of applying, instead of applying pressure to mom, that doesn't help, so I, so I backed off altogether. But now I've lost respect for everyone, two oldest and my wife. So now what, any suggestions? Great question. All right, so commitment to consistency for disciplining children. Does that, and when I say discipline, I don't want you to misconstrue it as like hitting and spanking and slapping and all that shit, because that's how I grew up, that's not how kids grow up now. Mama bear, she puts her foot down, I'm like, come on, I'm the mom, you're, you're just the guy in the house. That is a disconnection between you and, and, and mama bear. You guys need to take a step back and figure out your relationship because clearly there's a line drawn in the sand and she's on one side and you're on the other and it feels like you're on a fucking desert island with no way out. And no matter what you wanna do with instilling values and, and, um, and discipline and, and habits with the kids, if mama bear is always undermining you and putting your foot down, it feels like you can never get a step forward or take a step forward. So what you have to do is you have to take a step back and you have to ask yourself, are me and mama bear, are me and my wife on the same page? Are we doing things as a team? Have we talked about it? Have we talked about it in a way that we can find solutions instead of focusing on problems? And that's the thing, right? If you're constantly just focusing on the problems, you're not finding solutions. And then if the solutions come up, but there's always a underlining tone of, yeah, but then it's never gonna work. So if it feels like you can't make any headway that way, then I highly recommend that you take a step, a further step back and start with you, man. Like, okay, so 
The consistency, the discipline's not there. Why does that bother you so much? Why, why, why is it there? Is it because of the way you were raised? Do you have some self-personal issues that you need to deal with when it comes to discipline and habits and values and structure? Is there a way that you can tweak it in a way that you can kind of let go of, that's what I had to do. I had to let go of some of the old shit and I had to kind of implement some of the new shit in order for me to progressively move forward because times have changed. That's just it. But here's the thing. I would have failed along my journey, stepdad, if I didn't get on the same page with my partner. And what that meant was her and I had to disappear for 24 hours. We had to sit down and we had to establish, like I said before, we had to establish these personal goals, these couples goals, these family goals with each other so that we had something to shoot for, something to strive for. Stop shooting from the hip. Stop letting it bother you so much. So she's not, she's mama bearing it, cool. She's only doing that because she, she feels like she needs to be protective of the kids because she wants to probably maintain the relationships that you have with the kids or that you had with the kids. And then what happened was, is no communication happened. That ended up going down a slippery slope. And then before you know it, you're in a position where you say something along the lines, which is, I have lost respect for those three. That is a horrible place to be, man. That is a horrible place to be because when you lose respect, you lose the ability to be empathetic, sympathetic, energetic. More important, you lose the ability to listen because you just pop, you just don't give a fuck anymore. You gotta start giving a fuck. And step one is starting with you. Get Start there. Take the next 30 days and start there. And then you will see progressively how everything changes. That's only if you choose to do it. And that's the thing about the, the advice and the ideas that I give you. Everything that I tell you to do, I did. I'm not telling you to do anything I didn't already do or didn't already benefit from. The difference between me and 99.9% .9 of people that hear this information is, is that they will hear it, they will, they will, it will be, you know, they will get some sort of like, yeah, yeah, he's right, but then they won't actually fucking move. So I highly recommend, take a step back, start with yourself. All right, guys, this is episode 112 of the Professional Step That Show. Once again, if you have not, please like, subscribe, share, hit that notification button for YouTube. It apparently helps with the algorithm. Leave a comment, message, all that stuff. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and of course, theprofessionalstepdad.com. Head over there. Take a look. Let me know what you think. Um, humbled and grateful, as always, to be in the presence and people that are listening to me. And um, I wish you guys all an awesome and amazing Tuesday. Have a great day.